Um, man, I just, I love how you guys are just you. Like, You know, we get in this mode of praying for people, which, or even worship. I, I tend to not, I'm not like, well, what's Mary doing? <laughs> Maria. I mean, I, I, I check Gregory all the time because I got to keep him in check. But when we're, when we're moving, I'm not paying attention. But I remember years ago before this change, I remember looking out at moments like that. And I remember people being bored out of their mind. I remember people sitting in these chairs and just not even, I mean, Instagram and Facebook was more important than what was going on, even, even with someone else, right? And I remember these, these moments where I would, I would look and it just was, I'll be honest with you, it made me want to quit. I didn't want to, I didn't want to do all this anymore. Not if, if people were bored and there's five or six people that are really trying to have an encounter with the father, you know, and we're trying to, and, and everybody was just, not everybody, but they were just bored. You know what I'm talking about? Like, I felt like I didn't, I didn't want to do that. And then God began to work because we stepped into a different place of capacity and we, we allowed ourselves to step into what he was wanting to do all along. God had never left us. God had never called a time out. He never said, oh, well, y'all are still doing this. I'm not showing up. He was here every moment. He was here every moment. And I'm so grateful um, that Raquel and I, babe, I'm so glad that we didn't give up. I'm so glad that we didn't give up because I look out today and I see y'all, I mean, I know there's kids doing things and that's their kids. What do you expect? Right? That's, that's okay. But I look out at all of y'all and I'm just blown away that y'all are fully engaged. You care about your family that's up here and you're just moving in and that's beautiful. So man, we have the best community in the whole world. Yeah, they can put that on YouTube. This is the best church in the whole world. <laughs> Bethel who? <laughs> I'm sorry, Bill. I love you. Really, you, you guys are amazing. Like, I'm just blown away. Um, I love that we can come together, excuse me, and, and really just just see what, what father wants to do. We didn't plan like, you know, we're man, our praise and worship stuff is weird. We, we, we like, well, I feel this and I feel that. And we're, you know, I'm hearing one thing and throughout the week, Adriana's working on stuff and we, we all come together and we put it together and we always have uh, backups. We always have backup songs, right? Usually we try to have about, I try to have about 10 songs ready to go. And then we'll just see what happens, right? And we feel this one or that one. And uh, I love it that we don't sit here and say, we're going to do this, this, this. And 
exactly like this, and then you step here, and then you step this way. Can you imagine if, you know, dancing was like that? <laughs> right? That would be no fun. Anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm a little flustered with my words here because I really am a little, I'm a little tipsy at the moment. Got around. Kathy's over here about to fall. I'm like, oh, I'm feeling that, man. <laughs> man. Um, so this morning, it's already 12. I, I don't, I don't want to get into whole stuff that I had. I, I, I want to just, well, let me just share some thoughts with you um, on some things that I feel like are really important and, and, uh, for right now. I was really struggling this week. Uh, with all kinds of my, my thoughts and my, my, my patterns and my messages and what, you know, I don't, I don't go home and think, hmm, I need to come up with a message for next week. I don't do that. I don't try to study to preach and I don't get up here to preach anyway. I just, right now I just happen to be in the driver's seat, me and Raquel. And um, so I don't, I don't do that. I don't try to get a message for you. I just get up here to share my heart with what I feel or see God is doing um, that would benefit us as a community. Does that make sense? I think that's really all we're supposed to do as pastors and leaders and at the same time build you up. Um, I'm not meant to preach to you or at you. And um, I realized something too that I want to work on and change. Um, you know, I, I how can I say this? Yeah. I just want to see people that don't know God come in here and get to know him. Yes. That's really at my heart. That's really what we want. Yes. And, and so, I mean, I love, I'm not looking to proselyte other people from other churches, right? I know that what we have here is very different and very unique. And there's other people that keep saying they're going to come. And they're at other churches. And I, and I understand that. And look, I know there's some of y'all that are, have moved here from other churches. I'm not, not saying nothing negative about that at all. I get it. I know that that's happening because of what God is doing here. Um, and, it, you know, like, honestly, uh, we wouldn't be who we are without every single one of y'all that's in here right now. Does that make sense? Uh, just look at how... You know, Roger came here for Sarah. I mean, Roger came here for uh, <laughs> because of what God was doing. And let me show you. Let me show you. <laughs> Amen, brother. You know it's true. <laughs> Speak the truth. Can I get a witness? <laughs> we saw Roger at VSSM and he said, oh, hi, Sarah. <laughs> he started walking around. And Sarah was like, but you know what? Roger, Roger starts coming to core and we were barely, we, you know, at that time it was me on the guitar, right? And Sarah on the backup vocals and it was just us. And so um, there was a few people that would kind of get up and the kids we were trying to get them to do the flags and it wasn't that people were like scared of that or anything. It's just we didn't have a lot of people that like that walk in that and run in that. 
Anna, he used to get the kids and lead them around, you know, and that kind of thing. And just, and then Roger comes in and it's like it breaks loose. Why is that? Because of what he carries. And then Rebecca gets here. Coming like a flood. And, but you see, those two elements of their person, of who they are, their gifting, their, their walk, their who they are, it releases something new in the community and different. It, it widens the pathway that we're going through. Pathway, sorry. I don't know what I'm in the 1800s or something. <laughs> you have Jim and Kathy that they're, they're, they're such a father and a mother. And if you haven't got to spend time with them, then shame on you. <laughs> you, you, need to, you need to spend time with them. They have such a heart. They bring such a different level of that. Uh, and, and I have seen, Raquel and I have seen a shift in that here since they've been here. And I could go on and on about all of you. I really, truly could. Um, you know, um, for me, I, I'm a worship leader too, right? And I, I get into that. So naturally, when there's another level of that that comes in, especially musically, like with Adriana stepping in on the keys, it, it frees me up to be able to do more of what my heart is, right? And with all of us, because like with her gifting, with vocals and stuff, she straightened out me, Sarah, and, and uh, Carrie. And, and that allows all of us to experience something different. And then you got John and Ryan that take turns breaking the atmosphere with the lion roar, and it changes things. Does that make sense? And so I could go on and on. Every one. How about when Raquel stood up here and opens her mouth? We're working on that. On that note, don't y'all think for one minute that it's me holding her back? That ain't happening, Larry. First of all, she's Chicana, so you get it, right? But, but seriously, like, so we're going to step into those things, right? Because it, 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 all of us as a body, as a community, where we're going, what's going on, it's beautiful how it happens. And so I'm very thankful for all of y'all that have come in and for all of us where, we're go where we are and where we're growing to where we're going. But I want to see people that have no knowledge of him come in this place. I, I want to see people that we used to call them lost, right? You know, like I want to see those people that don't know Christ the way you and I do. I want to see them step into who they're meant to be so we can see where they take us. And so this morning, I just want to share with you a couple of things about breaking down religion again. 
and and what it what that really is um, for for us. So, I know that there's several of us in here that in that are in uh, Dub Alexander's uh, school, which I highly recommend. His man, it's amazing, right? It's life changing. But I love his definition of what the kingdom is. I mean, first of all, you know, Jesus, he actually did not come and bring the gospel of salvation. He brought the gospel of the kingdom. Um, it's a big misunderstanding. And so he goes around explaining and, and showing the kingdom. And the definition that I love about what is the kingdom, because as you encounter other people there, you know, they're not going to always get that or understand that. And the definition of kingdom, the kingdom of God, it's the, it, or releasing the kingdom here or walking in the kingdom. It's the, it's the releasing of the extension of his heart and his authority in the earth around us. So it's you being his heart and his authority here in this earth. Think about that. You're his heart and his authority. That's what the kingdom truly is. And so um, there's been a lot of things that have happened in our country lately, right? Um, there's a lot of stuff. Man, you can see all kinds of stuff on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. <laughs> right? CNN or Fox News. Oh, my lanta. Did you know they're both wrong <laughs> and they both need to be saved? <laughs> and I just want to share with you a couple of things real quick about the, the, what the kingdom looks like for you. And this is nothing new, nothing repeat. With, I, I don't really have the, man, God messed up my setup today, so I got to go a different direction, right? But... This morning, I just want to share with you a couple of things real quick on, on, on the kingdom. Because right now, um, our world and our nation, they need the kingdom. They need a kingdom. We don't need another Republican. We sure don't need another Democrat. And even though I love Ron and Rand Paul and Ted Cruz, we don't even need a Libertarian. I like Rand Paul. Get rid of that IRS. We don't need no IRS. Right? I vote for him in a heartbeat. We don't need those things. We need the kingdom. And the thing is, is we have the unique opportunity and responsibility as core to truly change the world starting right here around us, and what is that going to look like, and how does that work, how does that function, um, how, does it, how does it integrate with the world around us, that's what we have to see. So if you didn't know, Larry is not only in law enforcement, but he's also a firefighter, so he gets on both calendars. <laughs> I'm sorry, man, I couldn't resist, brother. I noticed Mary skidded over a little closer. <laughs> so 
How does he release the kingdom on his job? How does he walk in the kingdom? Because law, uh, law enforcement officer, that's not who he is. That's what he does. Right? But there are things in his heart that led him down that road. There's gifting and talent that led him down that way. And so how does he release a kingdom? How does he even, does he go around when they got to chase somebody down or arrest them? Does, does he handcuff them and say, you know, Shondai? Or does he, does he have to sit there and tell them, are you born again? Have you been washed in the blood? Do you, la sangre de Cristo? You know, does he have to do? No, it's not that at all. As a matter of fact, I would even say that it's not even in saying actually those words. You know what I mean? Are you born again? I don't even think you need to even say that. Because being born again is not the point. The point is knowing that you're a son or a daughter of, of the king. How do you come into that revelation? So how does he do that when he's arresting somebody? You know what I mean? Does that make sense? You know, Chris Sanchez works with um, oil platforms. They, they do design. He does design work and stuff like that. And he used to fly out there and go and inspect the plants and all that stuff on the helicopters. And um, I think Anna, he said, uh-uh-uh, not today. No. <laughs> but how does, so in building a, 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 a oil plant on the, in designing that, how does he share the kingdom? Right? Lydia, who's got the kids in the back, She's a stay-at-home mom that homeschools a whole bunch of kids, right? And she holds down that household. How does she do that? How many of y'all have seen the, polit the political stuff going on? Man, it's really sad. It is. It just really is sad. But you know why I believe that that's happening I believe it's happening because when Christians had an opportunity to get into government and politics, we stepped away from it. We were scared of it, right? Do you know when the television first came out, you know what the, what the church called it? The one-eyed demon. Did you know that? And how many of y'all ever were in a church culture where watching TV was like, oh man, you watch TV? How much TV do you watch? What are you watching? And like now, you know, everybody does all this, what are they, binge, binge watching, right? You do that and you go to a church culture and they'll think you're going to hell. Did you read your Bible two hours and 40 minutes before you watched two episodes of The Flash or whatever you're watching? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> but see, the television is not a bad thing. The problem is, is the church was afraid of it and we backed away and we didn't get involved with it where we could have influence in it. That's the only the politics. We're, we're messed up in politics today because we don't have enough kingdom people in politics. We look at abortion and poverty and you could get even even remember a while back when we got into talking. You can go watch our videos on YouTube about uh, the whole race relations situation, right? It's bad. Red line districts and all that. And why did any of that stuff happen? It happened because the church, the kingdom people, there weren't kingdom people at the time dealing with it. They were church people. They got scared. Think about that. 
The reality is some of that happened because a person's skin color was different. That's not kingdom. And most of that was done in the name of Christ. The point is, people haven't stepped into kingdom. They've been worried about church. And the problem is, is that, that God doesn't have anything to do with church in that form or fashion. What I'm talking, he's just simply wanting to bring the kingdom. He wants to extend his kingdom through you and I. Whether you're arresting somebody or you're putting out a fire, whether you're doing social media, whether you're waiting tables, building a chemical, uh, no, chemical plant, right? <laughs> or oil and gas, sorry. Eric gets to do almost the same thing as from what I gather. He gets to design plants and looks at sites. Ryan works on electrical lines, right? He's a lineman. So how does that look like? You know, if he just went to his job and just told everybody, hey, climb these poses and that, and just did his job, that's, that's not really doing anything except doing a job. But the people he encounters, the homes on the street that he's walking on, man, I, I know that guy. I know he's praying over some stuff. Does that make sense? <clears throat> Excuse me. So how do, how do we release the kingdom? All this stuff going on today, it's time that we, we step into a deeper realm of kingdom for us. And how do we step into something else? We shouldn't be attacking the, the media mountain. We should be trying to build it. Right? I think these people have lost their mind. Seriously. Like, this is the United States of America. And look... I am not a Trump guy. Do I like him? I like what some of what he does. I'm not like a, you know, I'm, I'm a libertarian most of the time, right? Uh, I would rather have Trump than any of the others that ran. I'll say that much just to be political, or not to be political, but to, to let you know what I'm feeling. But you can't sit here and let Twitter and Facebook and Instagram, they, they, they'll go in there. They pulled him. They completely banned him, right? But do you know, I, I saw somebody trying to do statistics of how many actual murderers, how many people that actually sit there and call for violence, how many people have incited cop killers, have Twitter. There, there's all these other, like the, the, the scale is not balanced. Like him or not, it's not fair to sit there and ban one person like that, but leave everybody else. Does that make sense? Now, if you don't agree with me, that's okay. It's cool. That's why we love each other. We can agree to disagree. Um, But I don't want to attack those people. I want to influence them for the kingdom. How do we do that? I can't, I'm not, I ain't got anything to do with media except these YouTube thingamajigs that we're doing now, right? Videos. Um, So how do I do that? How do I influence? I don't know. I got to find out. I got to figure that out. The people that stormed the Capitol the other day, huge disgrace, right? People are frustrated. They want to do something and they did it. But all that's been going on for the last year and a half or so. And it's, it's just all out of whack and out of chaos. You and I have got to be the, not the church, we've got to be the kingdom. 
first of all, I know it's hard with life. I know it's hard, man. We've got kids. We've got jobs. Some of us, we got cars that are breaking down. We got cars we got to work on when we go home. We got grass we got to cut. Uh, and, and then, you know, you clean the house and then the kids run through it and let the dog in on it and knock your plants over and then whatever else. I mean, it's just, you could go on and on, right? We all have all this stuff going on, but man, it's time for us to release the kingdom. It's time for us to really have a focus. Look, if, if the media stuff really irritates you, if you're, if you're ticked off with Facebook and how it does, then maybe that's because God's given you a call to, to call that stuff out. Maybe, maybe that's your time to sit there and say, you know what, this irritates me so much. Lord, let's release the kingdom over it and start praying for something to release and break open in the media mountain uh, that, that, you know, CNN would get saved, that Fox News would get saved, that, um, you know, now they're closing down uh, all these other apps. And I, I, I got a notification that they're going to start deleting stuff off my phone. You know, I can't get mad at Facebook or Instagram. It's a private company. They can do what they want. And if we don't like it, then don't use it. But it's Facebook. <gasps> right? Oh, Lord, it's Instagrams. I got to get my Instagrams. Somebody was putting an S on it the other day at work. Are you on Instagrams? That's what they're telling me. I was like, yeah, I'm on Instagram. <laughs> oh, yeah, man, I love Instagrams. It's awesome. I was like, okay, that's cool. I love what Doug Addison told us a couple of years ago. Fast negativity. You remember that? Man, I fail that fast all the time. <laughs> I do. I try to be positive because God's not negative. Right? He. Anyway, sorry, I know I'm rambling here. I, I want to read you one scripture. I thought I'd turn there, but I didn't. In Matthew 6, you know it very well. Matthew 6, 33. Uh-oh. Well. Are y'all there? Mostly. Mostly. I love it. Is this, is this making sense? So... Summed up in this one verse, when Jesus is talking, he's, he's talking about, actually about the cure for anxiety and all this and talking about worry and, and, and looking at all these different things and he's talking about, and he comes to this verse or this part in his conversation and he says uh, in verse 31, um, don't worry then saying, what am I to eat? What am I to drink? And what am I to wear for clothing? Uh, for the Gentiles e eagerly seek all these things. For your heavenly Father knows that you need all of these things, but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be provided. Don't worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself, and each day has enough trouble on its own. See, um, seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. If you remember a few weeks ago, Psalm 85.5, where it says that, that he walk, that righteousness is the path that the Lord goes on, and his, foots, his footsteps are our pathway. We walk in righteousness, yes? Psalm 85, 13, I think, is what that was. So there's a pathway of righteousness and kingdom, and we're supposed to seek both. You and I are meant to seek his kingdom 
and righteousness above all things. And so all I want to encourage you with today is to look at every situation, every circumstance, everything. Man, whatever you're passionate about and whatever you're angry about, whatever you're disappointed about, look at it from what's the kingdom perspective. How can I extend the heart of the Father or His authority with the media mountain? How can I extend the heart of the Father and His authority being a lineman or working at Wells Fargo? No, I'm sorry, Wood Forest. My bad. I'm in trouble. That's like the 10th time I've done that. She works at that W Bank. Does that make sense? So even in here as we come together, not everybody can run the cameras. We need help doing it. I would not be a good candidate for running cameras. It's true. I would break one of them before the service was over. It's just, I'm just not, that's not my cup of tea, right? Christmas decorations, not my cup of tea. Like I, I would mess that stuff up. Anyway. But what I do is I come in and I look at where is my heart, where is my passion, where is my function for releasing kingdom in his heart? Where is that at around my job, around my tra- wherever I'm going and whatever I'm doing? What passions do you have? What, what infuriates you? Well, let's flip that. Let Doug Addison, another one, flip it and flip it good, right? Because what's wrong with the nation right now we don't, have, we don't have a media problem. We don't have, I don't believe we have a race problem. I don't believe that we have poverty and we have all the, you can go down the list. I don't believe those are the problems. The problem is that the church hasn't released a kingdom. The church has been churchified and not kingdom lost, like lost in the kingdom. When the, when the Jesus movement happened, they, the people, these guys stunk is what everybody said. They didn't shower. They were hippies. Now, y'all need to take a bath. That's just. Please, take a bath every day. Please. But these guys, they stunk. They didn't brush their hair. They had bell bottoms. They would smoke weed. And the church was too busy worried about shunning them because you need to get right with the Lord. Shandai, you're going to go to hell. Right? They would, rather than embracing, and we missed a major opportunity. Missed a major opportunity. TV was the same thing. Women, 100 years ago, you couldn't vote. That's pretty stupid, right? But that's people, the church itself, <laughs> because women weren't supposed to speak. They're still going on today. There's still a whole denomination that doesn't let women get up on the stage or grab the microphone. How stupid is that? Yes, it's stupid. It's dumb. We can put a woman on the moon. We can put her up in space at the International Space Station, right? We can have, she can be an amazing brain surgeon, but she can't stand on the platform and teach. Come on, man. 
Is that stupid or what? <laughs> right? They can, women can be, the church is okay with women being police officers, but not teaching. Come on, man. We, we got to get out of those kinds of thinkings. You know, uh, Martin Luther King Jr. was an amazing man, just like many of y'all in here. Did he have some faults? Yes, he did. You know, the church was against him because he smoked. The white church was against him because he smoked. And there's supposedly adultery. That's Gregory's car, I think. But did the man change the world? Did God use him to change the world? Did he bring a message of the Father's heart? Yes, he did. Absolutely. Did he turn the other cheek like Jesus talked about? Yes, man, more than I think. I don't know that I could have done that. I'd have been dead. <laughs> oh, man. So we admire this man for what he did, right? But the church was too busy bringing judgment. Does that make sense? And I could go on and on, and I need to stop because I'm rambling at this point. I'm sorry. There's just, there's just such this thing about where the church has missed it throughout history. I don't want to miss it. I don't want to miss it. That's why when Rebecca and Roger came in and started doing all this dance and stuff, we have a lot of people in, in our denomination or other churches close by. They're like, oh, man, we don't go for that. Okay. Then miss out. Yeah. Sucker. No. <laughs> Zoe had this vision and this idea and this dream about Healing Center of the Arts. And she has radically changed people's lives. And I am very proud to say that we have supported her from day one of hearing about this thing. Did I think it was going to be weird? Absolutely. <laughs> Did I think it was weird when we first kind of laid it out and we were in like, I didn't, I'm cool with all that stuff. You know, it's cool. Do I know other people are going to think it's weird? Absolutely. Yeah. Man, we ran with it, right? We had no reservations. Just let's do this. And it's her ministry. And she's here at CORE, right? And we're going to continue to press into that with her to reach that other part of the world, that other part of society that the church has kicked to the curb because they're different or weird or they got tattoos. Oh, how about them? What are them things in the ears? What are those things called? Gauge, yeah, when they take them out and it looks like. I know people that would judge them and condemn them like that. Man. Anyway. So I'm, today is very different. We had this radical move. I know if y'all are joining us online, we had this radical move in the worship today. At least I thought it was radical. We had so much prayer done up here, we had some prophetic words and stuff. and um, So I didn't go into my regular, let me sit down and teach you and whatever I'm getting. I just wanted to share that with you today, my heart. That we have got to look at how do we extend the heart of the Father and the authority of the Father. Because that's all you're, that's all you're called to do. Each one of you, that's all you're called to do. Mary Jane, you work in the school. 
So while you're there doing your job, maybe you don't interact with the kids, but pray for all those lockers. Pray for those classrooms as you go by. Man, if you're just walking down the hall, man, Father, bless that classroom. Let's change this classroom, Lord. Bless that teacher. Give her wisdom. Go to the next one. On and on and on and on and on. Man, Gregory, you, you run all that equipment for us at our company and all those countertops that you cut up. Uh, every one of them goes into somebody's home. Man, pray for that countertop that, that it would be. You know, they used to do that in the, in, the, in the Bible. They would pray for things and they would do stuff when they got. They prayed for handkerchiefs and they would heal people. Yeah, they had bones of the prophet that was dead and somebody fell on top of him. He died. The bones were in the bottom of the pit and another guy fell down on top of him and, and he, he came back to life. What the heck is that? That's kingdom. I don't know how to tell you. That's his, his authority and his heart can do anything and go anywhere. And so where are you and how can you extend the heart of the Father? How can you extend the authority of the Father in your life, in your moments? Not by getting on and getting mad at Facebook. Man, let's pray for them. If you don't want to use it, don't use it. It's real simple. It's real simple. It's a private company. We can't tell them what to do. At least that's my, that's my libertarian view. Get the government out of my stuff, man. You don't tell me what to do. This is my company. You don't like it? Don't use it. I know that doesn't float everybody's boat. I'm sorry. But that's just, that's where I'm at, right? I don't want them telling me anything like that what to do. You're the government. You're not my mom or my dad. I don't want them telling you what to do. Anyway, I get on a political rant. Don't need to do that. Sorry. Why don't you stand with me? Um, we are also talking about some things that we're going to be doing. Um, I'm working on getting dubbed down here. Yeah. And as you know now, our good friend Craig Ferris is only three hours away. Um, he, we, were, we were talking the other day, and he says, man, I, I can't wait to hug you guys. I said, hit the road. <laughs> <laughs> Get your backside over here, man. Let's go. Um, trying to work on that and uh, just to get some amazing teaching um, released with you guys. We're also, I want you to pray for something. We've been talking a lot at the end of last year about prophetic company. And some of you may not know what that is. And actually our definition, we're not going to do exactly what Dan McCullum's done uh, at, at the mission. Dan is amazing. Uh, Dano is, uh, just amazing. We love his stuff. We love him. Um, we're gonna, we're gonna tweak our definition of it a little bit and, and start pushing into some things, but I need you to do something. See, the church doesn't actually function without you because Raquel and I are not the church. You are. Core Church has absolutely nothing to do with Raquel and I, except that we're kind of driving and you guys are the, you're the vehicle. You are Core Church. Make sense? So what we need from you is I need you to start asking the Lord. Start asking Father about things and situations and circumstances. Like, what is he doing? What does he want to do? What's he looking to do? The last thing that we need from any of you is to just to come in here and warm up the seat. Yeah, this isn't a second-rate baseball team. 
You know, in the all-star games, on all, I, I don't know much about sports, but I know, I know in the all-star games, they, you know, they pick all these people from all the teams, and everybody gets to play. You know why? Because they're all good. That's what core church is. You guys ain't no second-rate teams. There's no second-class fiddles over here, right? So I need you to press in. I need you to begin to ask the Lord what, where, when, how, why. Ask him, what are we doing? What do you want to do? Because we're going to begin um, picking your brain on those things. We're going to come together as family and we're going to say, what is God saying to you? What's he doing? We will have, we're not, it's not going to be prophetic company. We're trying to come up with another name. Uh, and, and this company will be, those will be the prophetic, kind of the, the forefront, the leaders of our core church, our prophetic company team, our prophetic team. And we're working on some of that, working out some details. Uh, and there's some of that coming up. But I really, we need for you guys to press into the Lord, like, what do you want to do? If Zoe would have never come and said, I had this vision, HCA would not be around today. Unless you went a different route. I mean, he, he told you and you stepped into it. That's what I'm getting at. We just happened to be there and say, oh man, go for it. Yeah, you can use a place. We didn't charge her any rent. It cost lights. Gregory had to come up here and run sound. Gregory don't work for free. You see what I'm saying? Some of you have brilliant ideas and desires, and, and it's the process of working through this that we need to see. Look, I'm not making fun of Roger at all. He's always got ideas. He's an idea machine. He really is. And I really believe that that's why he paired him up, God paired him up with Sarah. Because Sarah, Sarah's very good at, um, yeah, there you go. She just said it. Roger had a great idea not too long ago at a prayer meeting about he saw that we needed a fleet of trucks so we could put homeless people to work. And I'm, I'm putting a big nutshell, right? That's awesome. That's amazing. We don't have money to buy a fleet of trucks. We don't even have people to oversee that. We don't have, and there's all these lists that I, I could be negative and go down negative, 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 right? But that's not the case. Is that a great idea? Absolutely. Is it something we need to do? Would love to do it. Do we have the functionality to do it right now? No, we don't. We don't. Oh, but God, brother, God can do it. God can do it. No, no, now get off the religious soapbox. Yes, God can do anything. But even if he showed up with a fleet of trucks here tomorrow, we still have to work out that administrative side. And that's where Sarah comes in. <laughs> Sarah's over here pulling Roger like this. Hang on, baby. That, we got we to gotta work some things out, right? <laughs> Carrie, great idea about having duplexes to house people. We had a family that came in. They had nowhere to go. Their house burned down. And we collected money. They were living in hotels. She said, man, we should have duplexes to put people in. A great idea. Awesome idea. We had something like $8,000 in the bank at the time or something like that. Like, we can't buy, go out and buy a duplex right now. Does that mean we go, that's dumb. Stop, talk to the hand. No, we don't do that. We continue to pray into that. We continue to move into Okay, God, you want to do duplexes now? And then maybe Rebecca hears, I hear God saying, not right now, let's, but let's build a, a rapport with a homeless shelter. 
Let's find out how do we need somebody to run those homes, somebody to clean them. Somebody's got to buy toilet paper. These are all true. You know what I'm saying? Is this making sense? We need you guys to press in and hear what God is saying. We want to attack everything that can possibly be or happen in our community. We want to tie in with the police department. We want to tie in with the schools. We want to tie in with the neighborhoods. We want to, I mean, you name it. I don't know. Everything, anything. Does this make sense? Seek first his kingdom. Amen? Amen. Father, we just thank you today. I bless every person in this. I know I rambled too much. Father, forgive me. I ask you just to let that one scripture magnify in everyone's life in this place. Let that scripture just just radiate in and out of them, Lord. And I pray in the name of Jesus that every one of us here and listening would run after extending your heart and your authority to release your kingdom in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. If you need prayer for anything specific, please come up here. We love you all. And I think we got one more thing real quick. Hang tight. So we had a miracle happen the other day, too. Come on up here, brother. You got to get up. You got to get all the way up here. Uh, and I got one other thing I forgot. So everybody knows Sanchez. This is, he's an old man. <laughs> Next to Raquel and I, he's the longest, him and his family, the longest running people here. He got saved in this church. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I got to pray with him, uh, even for baptism in the Holy Spirit all those years ago. Man, it's beautiful stuff. I love this guy. He's got a big family that's amazing. They've been through a lot, and we had something happen the other day. I'm going to let him tell you real quick about it because it was powerful. So everyone, I'd like to thank everyone that was praying for us and praying for Avi. Avi's our, our youngest. He's nine months old. And on Tuesday, he was um, at home on his walker. He was messing with the Christmas tree. We still had it up. We normally keep it up for at least 12 days after Christmas. Um, but uh, so we still had it up and, and, and we had already taken care of, you know, the small ornaments and not had them nearby where he can reach them. But somehow he, he grabbed a hold of the light string and we think he, he ended up uh, grabbing one of the, the, the clear covers for one of the lights. And, and so Anna had just left them for a few seconds. She was trying to get some, some, some things worked up in the kitchen to get them lunch. And, and she turns around and she sees them trying to gasp for air he wasn't breathing he was choking on something and so she got real frantic and and was trying to aid to aid him you know and help him uh and she she ended up calling 911 um, um paramedics came over um by that time he was he was already breathing but he wasn't breathing for what seemed like an eternity and so he was choking on that. Um, he, uh, we believe that he ended up passing, passing it, so it's still in his, you know, in his system. But, but uh, it's, apparently it's not in his airway, you know. And so we, we got him all checked out. Uh, took him. It was the Texas Children's. And then uh, Wednesday we took him to the, the pediatrician and got him checked out again because he he was having trouble still swallowing and 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 eating. But now he's he looks totally fine, normal. Uh, he might still have that the bulb or cover in his system, but, but we're just, we're, we're watching out for it. But um, I'd like to thank everybody, <laughs> everybody that prayed for us and, and had us in their hearts and, and minds. Um, thank you very much. I want to I thank God for 
just yeah. sparing us from uh, another tragedy. And I just yeah. uh, thank you, Lord. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Yeah. That's awesome. I think that thing disintegrated when all of y'all started praying. Uh, lastly, I, I forgot to mention tithes and offerings. The plates are back there on the corner of the sound booth. Don't forget about tithes and offerings if you like the heat and the air condition. Uh, we love you all. God bless you. Be safe. Peace out.